This is episode 13 of the Emerge and Expand podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This episode is one that I actually mentioned being something I wanted to speak more about in back in episode one, and it is about niching. Does your niche matter? Do you need to have it all figured out before you can even start in your business and where it's holding so many of us back from taking action? So here are my thoughts. I hope that it takes a little bit of pressure off for you and gives you something to think about when you're talking about your work and showing up online. Today, I want to dive into a question that I have talked about, thought about, and worked with so many clients around over the years. And I actually mentioned it in episode one of the podcast about niching, picking a niche, working out what your niche is, and this pressure that new business owners, especially coaches and people who work in service-based industries, feel the pressure to decide on a niche from the beginning of their business. I was procrastinating scrolling on Facebook the other day and I saw this post in a group that I'm in about niching and that exact pressure. And it just reminded me how much I wanted to talk about this subject. So first of all, I want to talk a little bit about the question itself that came up and the conversation that I had with the person in the group. And then I've got a few tips and some thoughts about discovering your niche, working out your own niche, and how to make that work when you're trying to navigate the business world. The question was, I'm really struggling to find and settle on a niche, and it's put such a blocker on my progress because I feel it's essential. I want to coach people who feel stuck and need guidance reconnecting to themselves and their goals and purpose again. I've been a people leader for over 15 years, so I naturally feel like leadership coaching is my thing. I've coached many a leader, but I've also coached many non-leaders on helping them develop in their personal and professional lives too, almost like helping them become a leader in their own lives. Anyone got tricks that help them niche down? So my first feeling on reading this and reading it again just now is that it's such a generic statement that anyone could have written it. So I feel comfortable sharing it. But what I notice over and over again, what I've seen over the years happen is that when people decide to become coaches or energy healers and start a business that is difficult to talk about in a tangible kind of a way, it starts to get really disconnected and it all sort of becomes quite generic and sounds a lot the same. That's why I knew that I could share this because it literally is every single life coach that I've ever come into contact with. This idea of wanting to reconnect to yourself, to discover your goals, to live your dream life, live your best life. This is literally what every single coach when they're just starting out is thinking about that's going to sell their coaching, that's going to call in clients. And so I clearly had quite a lot to say about it and I'm going to read it a little bit to you. And then I'm going to share with you some tips about what I recommend doing instead. So I said I work with a lot of new coaches and you're so not alone with working out your niche because I think there's way too much pressure on figuring that out in the beginning when how are you really going to know until you start working with people? You're not going to work it out before you actually start. And so again, where the original poster said that they feel blocked on their progress because they feel it's essential, this is so often the case that people actually stop making any forward progress because they think they have to have this worked out from the get-go before they can start taking action. And 
As a result of that, I've seen people over the years take so long to even work out what this is and get started that years pass, like literally years pass and they haven't moved forward at all. I worked full time for a solid year as a coach with a pretty vague message. I thought that because of the journey that I was on and had been on to discovering coaching and starting my own business, I was in my late 20s. I realized I had been working on a career goal for 10 plus years since I was in high school and there was that pressure put on us to decide our subjects in senior that would then decide what we got into at university, which would then determine our career for the rest of our lives. That I thought, well, I'm going to work with people on that because that's such a big part of my personal journey. So for a full year, that was what I focused on. I created content around it. That was what all the copy on my website was about. And after a year, I looked back and I realized that I had not worked with one single person in that same position. I worked with people from age 14 all the way through to 60 in that first year and never worked with someone who was in that specific situation. And then when I looked back, I realized that I had been working with all introverts pretty much, that they were all thinking about or starting businesses and they were trying to work out how to have the energy, how to cut through the noise and how to connect with people without being necessarily those big personalities that they were seeing every day on their social media feed. And so I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't started first. And sure, I picked something. And again, that was because it was drilled into us over and over again that we have to have a niche in order to cut through the noise. But it wasn't until I actually was able to look back that I realized what was actually happening, who I was attracting, what I really enjoyed working with people around and talking about and sharing about, and also where that kind of overlapped into how I was actually able to best support people. And I gave this poster two specific ideas about how they could navigate working out this niche or just starting to take some action before they even necessarily worked out what their niche was. So my two suggestions were either document your journey, share how you got unstuck and decided to do the work that you're doing, quit your job or whatever your personal journey was, and actually share tips and things, parts of your story, parts of your journey, books that you read, tools, resources, that sort of thing along the way that helped you to maybe find coaching, which helps to then maybe work through some stuff. And as someone who's just been on this journey, actually show people real world examples of what that looks like in your own life so that For people who are looking for the same or maybe resonate with that journey or that story, they're actually able to see themselves in that position. And I love this so much more than pretending to be an expert, pretending to already be there or putting on that fake it till you make it sort of approach to business and sharing content and all of the things online. I think that when we create a false version of who we are on social media and that sort of thing, it's also very difficult to live up to that. But when we're sharing from a really human place of our own journey, what we've personally been through, what we've learned along the way, it is so much more relatable to people and they can see, oh, wow, that could be possible for me too. So that was my first suggestion to actually document her own experience of doing the thing that she wanted to help other people do. And then my second one was to maybe think about if you've lived something similar or you've experienced this or been helping people already with this, what is that? 
that point A? What does their life look like? What are some examples? Not these high level concepts of live your best life or set better goals or things that people are kind of not looking for an answer on. They know maybe in the back of their minds, like, oh yeah, that's probably something I should want to do. But when we're actually talking about real life examples, they know that that's them or they know that it's not them and then they can keep scrolling. But when we hit on things that are really real, that is so different to you wish you were living in alignment with your values. And so that point A is that real world, what they're going through day to day, and then what that would look like if they went on this journey, if they did start living in alignment with their values in opposition to what they're currently doing every day. And what happens is that the people who are ready for that, who are looking for that, who are already feeling that way, see that story, see that message, see that post and go, oh my gosh, that person is in my head. They just get me. I feel so seen. So I have this little document that I put together for anyone who just needs a little bit more guidance in that, that will be in the show notes. And it's just some points some things to think about if you are trying to get a little bit more clear on your messaging and your niche. And again, it's to take the pressure off having it all figured out from the get-go. And even if you've been doing this for a little while, you can still show up in your business, you can still do important work and work with clients and create content, even if you are not super clear yet on what your niche and what your message is. I'll never forget that a few years into my business, I worked with a client who told me about how she'd just been struggling to work out which money-making niche she wanted to choose. And I remember being so shocked at the time because I didn't even know that there were five, I think it was five or seven specific money-making niches that we're supposed to pick as coaches or as business owners. And I (laughs) still surprises me today that that is something that's being taught out there in the world. And you know what? If that resonates with you, if that connects with you and makes sense to you, by all means, do not listen to me at all. But the thing that I always think about when it comes to our business, the work that we're doing in the world, the people we want to work with, the experiences that we've had that allow us to hold space for others. I never think about it from a money-making perspective. And that might be a controversial opinion as a business coach, but what it always comes back to to me is that our businesses are not just here to be an engine that, that helps us to just survive in the world, that our business is actually so much more than that. And the work that we're here to do is a reflection and a part of our bigger life journey. And when we're picking a niche that we think is going to make us money, it's not coming from a place of passion or sustainability, longevity, or something that we truly are so committed to showing up every day for. But if you need a little bit more structure and you're trying to work out how to even get started to work out what to post post about or what to talk about, then I recommend kind of just thinking of some things that you love to do, that you're passionate about, that you love learning about. They do not have to be connected. They do not have to be about business, but it might help you to just work out some little content buckets that you know you could create content around. One thing that always makes me laugh is that people come to me and they say, oh, I've got all these, I'm so multi-passionate. There's all these different ideas that I want to do, and I just can't work out how to connect them in my business. And usually when they mention what it is and they start talking about it, there is actually a connection or a link to them all. It's just that they're so close to it that they can't see 
what that link is. I highly recommend just making this super chill, like open a Google Doc, open a notes app on your phone and just start collecting ideas and thoughts and little stories and things that are happening to you across the day. I find that it's so much easier to share parts of our journey, things that we're thinking about, things that we notice in the world than it is to try and come across as an expert. And like I said, this is probably super counterintuitive and definitely not what you would expect a business coach to talk about. But I really think that it helps to let go of this idea of being an expert and actually just lean back into being a lifelong learner, a student, a curious observer of the world. I realize the irony of saying this as I'm talking you through this, but I promise you this has been such a big part of my journey, not just personally, but also when working with clients. When you keep a running list of those stories, those ideas, those tips, resources, books, things you're reading about yourself, you'll be able to come back to them later on when you're sitting down to create some content and you've already then got a list of ideas to write about. One tip here, I highly recommend giving context to your ideas. I cannot tell you the number of times that I come back from a walk where I've quickly jotted down on my notes app a bunch of thoughts that came to me while I was walking only to get back, sit at my computer and not be able to remember the full context of what the idea was. Again, I recommend letting go of talking about concepts. And I know that when you're in research, information, learning mode, that you're probably taking in all of this new information to talk about the thing that you're learning, whether it's coaching or energy healing or graphic design, it doesn't really matter what it is. But the problem is, is that when you use those concepts and those words, the people who most connect with that are going to be your peers and they are not necessarily your ideal clients. So when you talk about it from storytelling, from your experience, from things that you're learning, it puts it in a way that's really easy to understand and help people decide whether that might be something they're interested in learning more about. And my last suggestion on this is something that I see over and over again, and I'm going to have to do a whole other episode on, and it's this idea of posting and then just getting off the app or scheduling things in and not actually building community or engaging with other people. I created the content ecosystem to make it super easy for people to create content, repurpose it, make the most of it, but it doesn't matter. It is not going to grow your business without engaging with the people that it's for, without actually creating community around your work and inviting people to be part of that community. That is a whole other conversation for another time. Instead of worrying about picking the perfect money-making niche that's going to determine your business for the next 20 or so years, I highly recommend just actually documenting your journey, sharing things you're noticing, you're experiencing, that you're passionate about. And when you do that, when you share different parts of yourself in a way that's really relatable, not only are you going to draw in the people who are most aligned and resonate the most with you and your message and your journey, you're also starting to carve out a niche for yourself without the pressure of what that should look like. You become kind of your own niche and then it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. And if you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't even started yet. I haven't even got clients. I don't have a community yet. I wanted to share a couple of little thoughts about how to do this before you've even got that stuff off the ground. Again, I am a huge fan of starting before 
sure you've got everything sorted out because it is in taking action. It's in learning and experimenting and trying things that you're going to start getting these pieces in place. If you don't start creating content until you've got some clients, if you don't start moving forward in your business until you've got your niche nailed down, that makes it so much harder to get started. It puts this huge boulder in your path. And what I really want to invite you to do is actually take that out of the path, knowing that it will come back around. It will start to all fall into place and make sense as you start taking action and moving forward. So if you don't have an audience or community of your own yet, that's absolutely fine. In fact, I've given you an example at the start of this about how you could do something like join Facebook groups, either more generic ones or ones that are related to the thing that you think you want to do in your business and just start to look out for posts where you can contribute something. You might even set a timer for five to 15 minutes a day to just go scroll through a couple of groups you really like and see if there's anything relevant that you would be able to share or help people with. As you can see, I do this sometimes as well when I'm procrastinating scrolling. And what it does is it not only gets you in front of someone and actually allows you to really help them and provide amazing value, it also gets you to practice. You get to grow your confidence a little. You get to feel into if this is something that you really love to talk about. And it can even give you ideas for content or things that you want to talk to your audience about. I highly recommend going into this, not thinking about it as, oh, I'm looking for clients in somebody else's group, but actually going in with just an open mind and just get some practice talking about the thing I love to talk about the most. Another idea is that you create an introductory offer, your own community to start, or you start working with pro bono clients or work with more pro bono clients if you've been doing that already. I see it over and over again. People learn a skill or a modality. They decide to start a business. They get so bogged down in deciding their niche, building their website, getting their messaging and their copy all good that sometimes years pass and they haven't actually worked with a client in so long that they've forgotten how much they love it. And it's just starting to feel like their business is a massive burden. They feel so unconfident because it's been so long since they worked with anyone. And they've genuinely lost the joy that they felt when they first decided to start this business. So doing the thing that you want to do in your business as much as possible. And when you're building your community and the foundations of your business, that might mean that you need to take on a few pro bono clients just to keep your skills sharp and to remember how much you love doing what you do, gathering information and also more content ideas, which you can always get when you work with clients. I also recommend teaming up with your business besties and doing things like a challenge or a live or something where you can collaborate together. There is something really awkward about talking to a camera on your own. And so teaming up with a friend not only means that you're all getting in front of each other's audiences, you're creating content that you can repurpose and reuse in different ways. You are getting experience talking about the work that you do and you're building again those confidence muscles to maybe down the track do it on your own but at the start it's always easier when you do it with someone else and I'm just going to reiterate it again document everything. One day you'll look back and you'll wish you had a better record of this time. Detach from the outcome of likes and views and subscribers and followers and just focus on documenting your own journey. So I hope this gives you something to think about. I hope if you've been worrying about getting started until you work out this niche that this is something else that you can try instead. Take action, start sharing some content and ideas, team up with your business besties, 
document your journey, share tools, resources, posts, books that you've been consuming that have helped you on your journey and just take one little step each day. And before you know it, you're going to look back and you're going to go, oh my gosh, it's been a year and look what started to happen. My niche has started to show itself to me. And it is so much more enjoyable than waiting to get started until you've got that worked out. Please let me know if you found this helpful or if you have any other tips for the community about how you worked out your niche or your message. If you would like to grab the document from this episode that I created with some questions in it about really refining and getting some clarity around your message and the things you like to talk about and want to create content around, please make sure you head to the show notes. You'll be able to also grab the transcript, the full transcript from this episode and links to anything else that was mentioned in this episode at emergeandexpand.com forward slash podcast 013. And you can also catch this episode over on YouTube as well. But that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please head into the Introvert Friendly Community Facebook group or come over and hit me up on Instagram at Miss underscore KMS. I'm also putting together some ideas for episodes for 2023 and I'd love to hear from you. If there's something you'd like to hear more from me about or you have some ideas or a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast or someone you would love me to interview in the Do Business Different interview series, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, I'll catch you in the next one.